This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. For more information, visit Flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, Flevy.com. Our guest on this segment is Dawn Ringrose. She's worked with organizations across sectors to implement an excellence model and improve their performance since 1984. Several clients have been recognized with National Excellence Awards for the work she has done and their steady improving performance across a balanced system of measurement. In fact, in 2010, she captured what she had learned in a leading edge publication called Organizational Excellence Framework and the accompanying tool. As a result of all this work, she's been speaking at international conferences everywhere, publishing in international journals, training professionals in 20 countries, and serving on global committees, conducting the first global assessment on the current state of organizational excellence. Let's welcome Dawn Dawn Ringrose to the program. Dawn, welcome. Thank you, David. I'm pleased to be here with you today. So to lay the groundwork for this segment, Dawn, what is an excellence model? Well, an excellence model is actually quite a well-kept secret, and I'm trying to change that. Uh, back in the late 80s, early 1990s, there was various jurisdictions around the world that studied high-performing organizations, and they put the practices that they were using into these excellence models. And since then, there's been a lot of global research that has validated that if you put these business practices in place, it contributes to a higher performing organization and an organization that has a culture that's committed to excellence or always striving to get better. Thank you for that. So there are business practices that we know and have been tested that can increase the performance level or the excellence level, I'll call it, of a given organization. And, and is it uniform across all sectors and all kinds of companies that you might encounter? Yes, it is. In fact, it's very formulaic. You've ah. got this nice collection of best management practices. If you successfully implement them, you get better performance and you get this more desirable culture that's committed to excellence. 
And the real shame is, is that only about 10 to 20% of the working population knows about these excellence models. Wow. Wow. And of course, you are a contributor on Flevy.com, the platform where you publish a framework and set of training modules called the Organizational Excellence Framework, or OEF. Uh, it would be interesting to Talk through some of that at a high level, understanding that there's a, probably a level of granularity and specificity that we can't cover in a podcast like this. But give us a flavor for what we might find as leaders in business that can help our organizations gain or begin to move towards excellence. Certainly. I really captured everything that I've learned over the last 30 some years working with organizations uh, in this area. And there's a 240-page publication. Uh, it really defines these best management practices, and it shares implementation guidelines. So sets the stage there for an organization in terms of how do you implement these best management practices. Accompanying that is an automated assessment and reporting tool that allows you to assess your organization, and it turns out a report with action plans that defines what you need to do and how you need to do it. And that helps you get going on your excellence journey. Uh, and I've got a number of workshops uh, that assist in training, whether you need to be training your internal people or your training consultants that want to help organizations in this regard. And there's a whole selection of workshops on Flevy. Um, there's the holistic workshops if you want to eat the whole elephant, so to speak. And <laughs> yeah. then there's these modular workshops if you just want to work in a certain key management area, like leadership or on the customer side of things or, let's say, performance measurement. So there's it's a turnkey toolkit that really helps you on this excellence journey every step along the way. So, Dawn, many listening to this who are business leaders, they have any size organization – they're going to ask, why should I do this? What's the ROI? What's the return on investment? How do you respond? Well, when organizations put an excellence model in place, they get an absolutely tremendous return on investment. They successfully put the whole model in place and they outperform their, their counterparts. The sorts of things that you can expect to see are good governance, trust and leadership, a customer delight, employee engagement, continually improving work processes, very strong supplier and partner relationships, a better utilization of the resources, a nice balanced system of measurement, and of course, the financial results at the end of the day. And I love the fact that everything that's measured improves, and certainly that's a huge, huge part is looking, measuring, looking, measuring. And are we assessing along the journey? I love that you called it a journey. For an organization, they will continually assess their progress throughout this journey, right? Yes, they do. And in, in, in particular, it's an annual assessment, you know, in the first uh, few years, because they're really zeroing in on what needs to be done, where they need to focus their effort. Yeah. But thereafter, they're always looking at their continual improvement, just how much they've improved and perhaps where they need to refocus in certain areas, because you want to see that balanced system of measurement always improving, your ratings have got to show that you're always getting better and better and better. And so they keep their eye on that. Excellent. Thank you. We're visiting with Dawn Ringrose. She is at Organizational Excellence Specialists and uh, the website there, one in the same, www.organizationalexcellencespecialists.ca. You're joining us from Canada. Dawn, what are some of the common challenges, or I might call them pitfalls, in terms of this implementation piece? It's, 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 
probably easier to understand intellectually or conceptually what some of the business practices might be. But when you get into moving them through an organization, sometimes a complex organization with politics, culture, generational gaps, etc., challenges occur, no doubt. So what have you seen based on your experience and, and what are some of the suggestions you have for leaders that want to implement but uh, may encounter these challenges? Rob, perhaps one of the most commonly asked questions that I've received over time is how do you implement a certain practice? And that's what led me to write the publication because I realized that there was quite a gap in the literature. Yeah, There had been a lot of authors that had defined the best management practices, but no one had written, how do you implement them? And so I drew on my 30 years of being a management consultant and uh, and the expertise from others in these particular areas and put this all in one place. So we effectively merged what we know in, in excellence with what we know in management consulting. Yeah. So it's very experiential and, and uh, infused with many years of experience dealing with the practical implementation challenges. So that's beautiful. It's all baked into this the work that you have done and continue to do. Uh, I wanted to ask, what is the first global assessment on the current state of organizational excellence? What is that exactly? Well, this was a study that uh, was launched by the Organizational Excellence Technical Committee that is part of ASQ. And on that committee, there's a number of us that sit on the executive. We represent various excellence models from around the world that are being used. And we're there to share information with one another. And as part of that sharing, what we realized that a study such as this had never been done. There, All the research to date has focused on one excellence model or another. And let's say they're national award recipients. And so it had a very finite view on the, you know, this information. And so what yeah. we thought is here's an opportunity to use an integrated excellence model that integrates all of the best management practices that we find in these excellence models around the world. And we would survey the population out there and get people to fill out the assessment. So we would really have a good read on the extent to which organizations have a culture committed to excellence mm -hmm. or the extent to which they've deployed these best management practices. And we would be able to see the, the aggregate data by organization size industry sector and country and it would be filled out not just by let's say leaders that are rather sophisticated in their knowledge of organizational excellence but we wanted to make sure that we could get respondents from organizations that had never even heard about this wow. you know we wanted that entire spectrum so it's going to give us a snapshot of what's going well what needs to improve by organization size, industry sector, and country. You know, and Dawn, I was going to ask you, as you're describing this idea of getting this data, and as you look at the data, were there any particular patterns across size, industry sector, country, et cetera, that you noticed that would be worth sharing to our audience? There are some patterns starting to emerge in, in the data. I've had a chance to provide interim reports when I've been at uh, global uh, conferences um, with the Global Benchmarking Network. And I've presented the interim reports in Dubai and Nanjing, and in, uh, I'm going to be presenting in, in Canada and Ottawa uh, in September. And the snapshot so far is, is telling us that 
organizations are are doing quite well uh, in with regards to the culture that's committed to excellence. There's some room for improvement. But if I take a look at the key management areas where organizations need to do a little bit more work, certainly the area of work processes is jumping out. And this is where we look to organizations uh, and want to ensure that they've documented the way work is done. So everybody in the organization is in a similar frame of mind yeah. about the way the work is done so they can be consistent. Yeah. So it's an it's a uh, institutionalization of process, right? Yes. And, that, and that's very important. But of course... We're not finished the study yet. We'll probably be finished it in the third quarter of 2018. Okay. We need a lot of respondents uh, in order to draw any firm conclusions about what's going on by organization size or industry sector or country. Uh, so far, we've got a lot of respondents here in Canada, uh-huh. a fair number in the United States, uh, and you know throughout other parts of the world. But we're a little light in some regions, and so. I've actually got a team of researchers, there's about 25 researchers from around the world that are all appealing to their contacts to invite them to participate in this assessment. Those that, uh, those that do, we've got a, a short teaser assessment on the culture, those that participate in that will get a free feedback report. Uh, and those that participate in the full assessment, which take a little bit longer, uh, will be able to take a look at their results uh, alongside the final report so they can benchmark with their counterparts. Dawn, what is, just so we have a sense of it, what are the smallest size organizations that you might encounter in the data? And, and the largest, for that matter. I'm just curious about the size piece. Yeah, well, the breaks uh, are for a micro-sized organization is from wow. 1 to 25 employees. Wow. And then a small goes from 26 to 100 employees. Medium goes from 101 to 999. Mm -hmm. And then large is 1,000 and over. You know, you think about that broad spectrum of implementation. Uh, what are you, have you, I mean, I'm sure you've been doing this a while and you've been around the data. Is it harder for, for example, a question I might have is, is it more difficult for a small organization or easier for a small organization to implement it? Or maybe that's not the question to be asking. Well, you know, a small organization like a micro-sized organization doesn't have as many practices to implement. They've got <laughs> yeah. an abbreviated version of this right. to do because they're they don't they're not as complex mm-hmm. as a larger organization. But I the way that the organizational excellence framework is organized is if if you take a look at, at the practices that you need to implement as an organization and they're provided in chronological order. So you can kind of take a look at what you need to do, take your time putting it all in place. And one thing that we found works really, really well with organizations is once they've done the assessment and they've got their improvement plan report, which is basically the action plans that they need to undertake in order to put these practices in place. Yes. If they assign everything that needs to be done out to people in the organization, they can get this done much more quickly. Uh, And more importantly, you're engaging and involving everyone so that as the organization does improve, everybody can celebrate together the good work that they're doing and the contribution that they've made. Exactly. And building that culture uh, oriented towards uh, improving excellence, constant improvement, so vital to all of the work. And every organization should be doing that, really aligning everyone in the organization. Such such powerful uh, information and such a 
powerful toolkit to uh, implement at any size. And uh, I, would, I would imagine you're dealing with everything across the spectrum of sectors as well, whether it's a, a service oriented or a manufacturer. Do I have that right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've had an opportunity to train people in organizations or, or assist them with the implementation in micro-size organizations up to very large organizations. Yeah. And we do this work in the, in the government sector and the nonprofit sector as well. Wow. So that's, this is a very important point. This applies to any size and any type of organization. It's universal. I love that. So vital to uh, the health of any organization and their constant improvement and dedication to it. Our guest has been Dawn Ringrose. She's with Organizational Excellence Specialists. The website, one and the same, www.organizationalexcellencespecialists.ca. Of course, she is an author on the Flevy.com platform, uh, having published a framework and a set of training modules that we discussed a few moments ago called the OEF, which stands for Organizational Excellence Framework. Dawn, thanks so much for sharing your insights on the program, and uh, we'll do it again. My pleasure. Thank you very much for the opportunity, David. Thanks for listening to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. Find them at Flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, Flevy.com. Remember, you can hear more interviews like these by subscribing to the Flevy.com channel on YouTube or the Business Executive Interviews podcast on iTunes. Thank you.